You are listening to a Bible-based message from River Rock Church in Belle Plaine, Minnesota. We invite you to join us Sundays at 10 a.m. We also encourage you to visit riverrockchurch.com for more information and resources. Now here is today's encouraging message from Pastor Chris Tyen. Hey, this is Pastor Chris from River Rock Church, and I just want to share with you how God's people inspire one another, how God's people inspire one another. So we're better off together. We need each other, and God's plan is for the church. The church is the bride of Christ, and we are the body of Christ, and we've all been given at least one spiritual gift to use to benefit the local church. We're called to make disciples. That's a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ. And we can inspire one another to grow deeper, serve greater, live holier, endure hardship, delight in relationships, and invest our lives in others. So question, did you ever jump your bicycle off a ramp when you were a kid? So maybe, um, I highly doubt you woke up in the morning and said, hey, you know, I've got some wood. I think I'll make a ramp. You probably saw someone do it. And they jumped really far, and you're like, that's cool, I want to try that. Um, you uh, then uh, went further on, higher on the ramps, and then you're like, hey, you know, it would be fun if I could get my brothers and sisters to actually lay on the ground in between the ramps, uh, between my launching and landing ramp, and if I can get, you know, their friends and everybody to lay underneath there and I could jump over them, that would be really cool. Until your mother came out and started yelling at you that you're dangerous and not very smart. And how could you do that? You wait till your father gets home. Okay, maybe not bicycles. Uh, maybe track and field. Maybe it was a long jump. So maybe uh, you ran as fast as you could. You launched yourself in the air. You firmly planted your feet in the sand. You measured and you're like, oh, I'm pretty awesome. And then uh, your friend comes along and goes a foot further than you. And <laughs> you're like, what? So then you... Uh, tried to watch and tried to learn and tried to figure out how you could run faster and how you could jump higher and how you could keep those feet up longer so that you could go as far as your friend. You were inspired. You were encouraged. You learned from somebody else. Um, maybe it was pole vaulting, which is difficult. How about this? How about zip lines? So I like to watch people on zip lines before I use them. So actually, it wasn't really to see how to use the zip line. I like to watch for people on the zip line that weigh more than me. And then after I see them successfully complete the whole um, line and the cable didn't break, I'm like, okay, that person looks heavier than me. I guess it's safe for me to go on there. So anyway, let me share with you just real quick. Um, so what, what I'm doing here is I'm pre-recording the message that I'm going to share tomorrow at the uh, in the parking lot at the cricket field in Belle Plaine here. So we're still having outdoor services for the COVID um, precautions, trying to keep everybody healthy, don't have a building space that is big enough to accommodate social distancing right now. We're working on it. We actually own 10 acres of land on the highway that we're working on selling. Uh, we'd like to take the cash from that to buy a building in town. So if you wanted to pray uh, with us for that, we're trying to acquire our own building. For years, we've rented the school and it's worked out really good, but that is no longer available because of COVID-19 restrictions and precautions. So anyway, um, another thing, um, message how God's people inspire one another. I've said this each week, but um, a disclaimer is if you want to be one of God's people, you need to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. John 1.12 says, To as many as received him, Jesus, to those who believed in his name, 
He gave the right to become children of God. So to become a child of God, you need to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And a great way to do that is by praying something like this. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of my sin and come into my life and save me and make me the person you created me to be. I want to follow you. And then turn from sin and start running towards Jesus. And if we can do... um, If we can help you to grow in your new faith in Christ, we would love to. So let us know how we can do that. So, all right. So uh, give me a few minutes here, and I want to share five ways that God's people can inspire one another. Five ways God's people can inspire one another. Number one, inspired to grow in faith. Number one, inspired to grow in faith. First uh, Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 1. Finally, when we could stand it no longer, we decided to stay alone in Athens, and we sent Timothy to visit you. He is our brother and God's co-worker in proclaiming the good news of Christ. We sent him to strengthen you, to encourage you in your faith. So, Paul and Silas chased, were chased out of Thessalonica and then Berea and ended up in Athens while they were wondering if the new believers in Thessalonica were still being persecuted. Had they fallen away? Were they still being faithful? Paul wasn't able to see their tweets or read their Facebook posts or check their version Bible reading progress. So, Paul's assistant, Timothy, is going to be sent to go check things out. And I was wondering if I were to call you and send you out and say, hey, I'm sending a helicopter. You need to leave immediately to go encourage somebody or a group of people in their faith. Are you ready to go? Do you have a tool? Do you have a plan? Do you have a method? You've got something? So uh, a lot of times when God calls us to do things, we need to be prepared and ready with some kind of plan. Um, Even if it's not the greatest strategy, it's a strategy, a good strategy. So say I was going to send you out. I had heard on the news, I think yesterday, I'm not sure if I have the number right, but there's like 200,000 people across the world that are like trapped on ships out at sea that aren't allowed to come into the mainland because wherever they want to go on the land, they're afraid they're going to bring the COVID. So anyway, there's all these people out there that are stuck and uh, want to want to get off the ship. If I sent you by helicopter, dropped you off on, say, a cruise ship where a bunch of people were, uh, and I said, here, go make a difference. Uh, Help encourage them in their faith. Uh, Help and strengthen them. What do you have? What would you do? I would suggest that you take the How to Find God New Testaments, available at biblesatcost.com. They are inexpensive, under $3 for the New Living Translation New Testament. Full of notes, uh, how to grow in Christ, how to be saved, how to pray, how to fight temptation. So many things all wrapped in here. Uh, We give it to the person that wants to grow in Christ or the person that is interested in growing in Christ. Uh, Get them to start reading through it and then start forming Bible studies or question and answer Bible studies based on the material in there to get started. Uh, It's a reliable tool. Been using it for years. And uh, if you have to preach sermons and want to uh, be uh, quickly effective at that, I would suggest maybe the Thompson Chain Reference Bible. Uh, This is a 1984 edition NIV. I think it is also available in New King James. Uh, The light's cutting out. The New King James and the ESV right now, the Thompson Chain Reference Bible. Uh, I feel like I'm doing a commercial. So anyway, inspired to grow in faith. Are you ready to help somebody grow in their faith? Um, Be ready. Uh, Number two. Inspired to endure, First Thessalonians uh, 3, 3-4, and to keep you from being shaken by the troubles you were going through, but you know that we are destined for such troubles. Even while we were with you, we warned you that troubles would soon come, and they did, as you well know. Paul is going to send Timothy, even though Paul wanted to go himself, to encourage these people in persecution and hardship, and remind them once again that 
persecution and hardship is to be expected. Serving Jesus is hard. People aren't always excited to hear the message or be told they're sinners in need of a Savior. It's easier to know you're going to be opposed. It's easier to know in advance that people aren't going to be happy. Always, People aren't always going to be happy that you've shown up to um, share Jesus. So it's, you're in a spiritual battle. Satan wants to distract and destroy. Uh, those who live a godly life in Christ Jesus can expect persecution and opposition. So um, were you ever on a sports traveling team, uh, football, basketball, I don't know, volleyball, uh, when you went to an away game, you were forced to dress up, maybe a suit, tie, dress, and you showed up at, to the opponent's uh, town, uh, to their court, to their field, and then uh, people knew that you were the enemy. So they talked against you, they booed you, but you knew that you were with your team and together your team stood strong and you're like, whatever, we're going to beat you. We're going to be victorious. Uh, you did the same thing to them, but you just knew that people weren't going to be overly joyed that you were there because that's just the way it was. And the same thing is true in the Christian life. I wrote down in my notes here um, some ways that we have troubles, uh, more troubles, I think, than we've had before. So let me just read um, some of these things here. Um, I think we have more troubles than we had last year. COVID-19 troubles, virus, a fear of getting the virus, confusion over conflict and reports about the virus. Uh, now I read there's stress at the office over space and uh, disinfecting things. I worked with this Japanese lady. She was great. She was a salesperson, high energy, fun to be around, whatever. But if she thought that you were like getting sick, uh, cold, uh, anything, um, if you were like in her cubicle space or near her, uh, as soon as you left, she would fog her, her space with Lysol. It would travel down the hallway and everything, but she would, I'm surprised she didn't spray you with Lysol or spray the person with Lysol. But can you just see this happening over and over again in the workplace now? So you're too close. Get away. Did you disinfect? Disinfect? Why do I need to disinfect? It doesn't work anyway. So, and the arguments and everything, uh, was that a cough? Was that a sneeze? Or was that a COVID? Was that a COVID cough? Uh, all the difficulty in the office place. Troubles. Um, <clears throat> COVID troubles led to job troubles and money troubles. Uh, there's a racial divide the size of the Grand Canyon. Uh, there's a cash shortage. There's a treated lumber shortage. There's all sorts of shortages. Um, it's a massive an election year. And now I just read today that parents are supposed to get their little kids in the habit of wearing masks. So they're ready to wear masks to school. I can't imagine how hard it will be to keep masks on little kids um, or any kids all day to keep them wearing the mask right and all the troubles that go with that. So um, anyway, but pray through your troubles. Don't lose hope. Don't give up. Um, be ready to share Jesus with people going through hard times. Uh, know that when people go through hard times, sometimes they're angry at God and they might take that out on you. So if they are upset, if they lash out at you or if they say hateful things, uh, sometimes that's directed at God and it just happens to hit you as you are Christ's ambassador, his minister of reconciliation, sometimes God's customer service agent, and they let it out on you. But if you can keep it together and keep sharing Christ with them, uh, if you are able to help them meet any physical need, uh, do whatever you can 
to keep reaching out to them in love, uh, many times the people that are the loudest are the ones that are the most receptive to receiving Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Uh, even the Apostle Paul was somebody uh, that was against Christ and Christians, and then Jesus got a hold of him and turned his heart around. So anyway, inspired to endure. We need to inspire each other to endure. We need to know that we are not in this alone, that we are in this together, and we should do all that we can to make a difference. All right. Number three, inspired not to fail. Inspired not to fail. First Thessalonians 3, 5. That is why, when I could bear it no longer, I sent Timothy to find out whether your faith was still strong. I was afraid that the tempter had gotten the best of you and that our work had been useless. And what a terrible thing to uh, think that the investment that you made, well, three weeks, three months, the investment that you made in people um, might be failing, that Satan might be snatching that seed away, that uh, he might be tempting them and causing them to fall away. So Paul was concerned that they might have given up or fallen away, that Satan may have tempted them, tempted them to sin or be distracted. You know, sometimes distraction is more effective uh, of a temptation than an all-out temptation to sin. So uh, Satan knows that you won't lie, steal, or commit adultery, but he may tempt you to become so busy working for God that you take no time to worship God and deepen your faith. So Paul hoped that the seed he planted was still growing and that the Thessalonians, Thessalonian believers were not a crop failure. Paul felt like he needed to spend more than three weeks or three months with them, but we can trust that the Holy Spirit will continue his work in people's lives. So uh, if we're able to invest in people for a period of time, um, and then we move on or they move on, we can trust the Holy Spirit to keep working in their lives and to bring other people and bring other resources, um, radio resources, online resources, um, podcasts, online Bibles, uh, new friends, other people. We can trust the Holy Spirit to keep working in people's lives even when we can't. Paul cared deeply about this group of new believers and he wanted to inspire them so they would not fail. I knew this man and he was an alcoholic and he was told he had lost his license. He rode his bike everywhere. He was told that if he had another drink, if he was caught having another drink, they were taking him to jail. And uh, he was coming to my Bible study and it was great. He was um, growing in Christ. And then uh, one night he didn't show up at Bible study. I thought that was strange. So I went to his house and I uh, was knocking on the door and he comes along with a case of beer. And I'm like, oh, what's that? Oh, no. He's like, I, I slipped. I was tempted and I gave in. So um, we poured uh, 12 cans of beer down the toilet. And then um, he repented and asked the Lord to help him to get victory over that temptation because uh, he struggled with alcoholism and he was told he wasn't supposed to have another drink. And then he was doing this kind of stuff. He's coming to Bible study again and things were going pretty good. And then he disappeared again. A while later, he disappeared. So I start driving around the alleys looking for his bicycle behind the bar. And uh, sure enough, found him, walked in. I care about this guy. And um, I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he just looked at me and he looked at his beer, his big, tall beer, and um, amorously, like he was in love with it. And he's like, sorry, pastor, there's no way you're getting me out of here this time. So I'm going to have this beer. So it was sad. I don't know what happened to him after that. He didn't come back to Bible study. Um, and then I moved. But uh, anyway, it's sad when you're investing in someone and you're trying to help them and then eventually they don't want your help or they fall away or they fall into sin or um, anyway. Um, I think that I planted seed and I hope that guy's in a great place. Uh, I hope he's uh, 
gotten victory over his alcoholism. I hope that he's grown in Christ, um, but I don't know. But uh, I too hope that my work was not useless, but inspired not to fail. Inspired not to fail. Together, we can encourage each other and build each other up in the church. Together, we can help each other to keep from falling. And if we fall, to help each other get back up, uh, to get cleaned up, and to start following after Jesus again. So number four, inspired to value relationships. Inspired to value relationships. Verse six, but now Timothy has just returned bringing us good news about your faith and love. He reports that you always remember our visit with joy and that you want to see us as much as we want to see you. So Paul writes that Timothy has come back and told us about your faith and love for us, that you want to see us as much as we want to see you. So I've been in full-time Christian ministry for 24 years. So I've been in three different churches over 24 years. I was a volunteer before that. But um, I've shared life and life experiences with a lot of people in different churches, and many of them. Probably not everybody. And then again, maybe I don't want to see everybody either. But uh, anyway, there's some people that would be happy to get together with me again, to see me as much as I want to see them, because we shared life experiences together. We shared fun times and sad times and hard times and unsure times. It's great to value relationships. So Paul has an opportunity to share Christ around the world with anybody that he wants, basically. But he's taking a liking to these people in Thessalonica. So do you inspire people to value relationships? Do you value relationships? Do you inspire others to value relationships because you treasure sharing life with church people and lost people that God wants found? Number five. Number five, inspired by the fruit of your labors. Uh, Verse seven through nine. So we have been greatly encouraged in the midst of our troubles and suffering, dear brothers and sisters, Because you have remained strong in your faith, it gives us new life to know that you are standing firm in the Lord. How we thank God for you because of you. We have great joy as we enter God's presence. So Paul, Silas, and Timothy were the ones that inspired the Thessalonians to follow Jesus. And now they are encouraged by seeing fruit from their labor, a spiritual harvest, an investment that is working. So can you think of someone or some people that have inspired you to follow Jesus, to grow in faith, to be more successful in living a godly life in this world? Do they know you give them credit for the faith you have today? Maybe you could send them a note or call them or uh, send them a video or audio. Um, Sometimes those types of thank you notes, sometimes those types of thank you cards can encourage people that are discouraged, can help people to see that they made a difference, especially when you connect the dots and you say, remember when you shared Christ with me here, and then I got saved, and then I went here, and I led this person to Christ, and this person, and that person to Christ, and they get to see a chain of events that uh, started with their faithfulness to serve Jesus. They were faithful to show up, and God worked. So there's so many things that we could talk about, but um, we trust that as we're faithful to serve the Lord, that we will enjoy fruit. As we are faithful to serve the Lord, that uh, we will be thanking God for the opportunity, and hopefully people will be thanking God for us, and then when people are thanking, telling us they're thanking God for us, then we're thanking God for them. So it's this whole circle that ends up in praise and glory to God. Don't wait too long. And don't forget, 
So it's sad when uh, people are no longer with us and we can't share the difference that they made in our life. It's so much better when we can share that while they're still with us, while they're still alive, before they go to be with Jesus. Anyway, so that is what I'm going to share tomorrow at the cricket field. And I hope that um, you are able to attend the fellowship uh, of our church. So uh, I might even say some other things that aren't on here. But nonetheless, we put this out there for the people that can't come, for the people that are unhealthy, for the people that are unable to attend. All right. So next week, how God's people pray proactively, how we can make a difference through prayer. 10 a.m. Sunday uh, at the Cricket Fields 1001 Commerce Drive in Belle Plaine. So um, we are supported solely by the generous gifts of uh, people like you. So um, people give in person. Uh, people give uh, by mail, P.O. Box 184, Belle Plaine, Minnesota. People give online, riverrockchurch.com slash give. Um, go to our website, riverrockchurch.com. Uh, give, and you can see other ways that uh, you, can, you can give by text. We have an app, too, that you can give. But your giving helps us to keep going. So, and uh, your giving is especially important now as giving is down, as uh, some people have lost jobs and income. All right. If you would like us to pray for you, riverrockchurch.com slash pray. If you'd like to hear more messages by audio on Spotify or um, iTunes or Google Play or um, all these different services, go to riverrockchurch.com slash listen, and you can see different ways that you can listen to past messages. So I think there's like four years worth of them. Um, if you want to watch other messages, uh, riverrockchurch.com slash watch. You can go there. Um, we are actually uh, posting the videos on Facebook and YouTube. We have way more viewers on Facebook than we have on YouTube because we don't really promote the YouTube a whole lot, uh, but it's out there for people that are subscribing to YouTube. So let me pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for whoever uh, has watched this, has gotten to this point at the end. Lord, I pray you'd bless them for their time. I pray that you would encourage them. I pray that they would make a difference in the world, that they would inspire somebody, and that they would uh, thank whoever has inspired them. Lord, I pray for this virus to go away. I pray for uh, your leaders, godly leaders, to be put into office. I pray that you would help the racial divide in this country. I pray you'd put people back to work. I pray that you would heal the sick and help the anxious. Lord, I pray that there would be uh, a new time ahead, a new day ahead, where we are more thankful for relationships and we are more thankful to be able to get together in large crowds and that the great, the great spiritual revival would sweep through our country and that there would be a huge need for us to disciple people, to help them to grow in their faith and to inspire and encourage them like Paul, Silas, and Timothy did for the church at Thessalonica. We ask us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Hope to see you next week. You've been listening to a message from River Rock Church. River Rock Church exists to help people of all ages connect to Christ and live well lives. W stands for worshiping, E for encouraging, L for learning, and L for loving. God wants you to be well. Visit riverrockchurch.com for our latest news and to access resources to help you and the people you care about live well lives.